Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey folks, welcome to the Sloppy Boys, where we take a deep dive into the drinks that you love. I'm Jeff Dutton, along with Mike Hanford, na, 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 na. and Tim Kalpakis. Na, 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 what is up? Oh, Ooh, very good. That's good. You're resonating nicely. That's great. We are coming back from our first official vocal lesson as a mm-hmm. band. We aced it. We have to resonate from the nasal cavity. Yes, your sigh smile, folks. <laughs> Oh, yes, yes, that, yes, good, great. If we sound like professional vocalists, do not adjust your set. (laughs) (laughs) The vocalist was a jokalist? That vocalist was jokeless. That's what people are going to say to us when we perform. See, I'm going to see Tim backstage doing his vocal warm-up sounding like Elmo, but I know when he hits on that stage, Cookie Cookie Monster, Monster, baby. baby. (laughs) My intention is to do the whole of the show as Miss Piggy. (laughs) Well, how was everyone's day? You know, I had a, um, I made, what did I have? I, I made some really good rice and chicken today. I couldn't believe it. It tasted great. Rice and chicken. Did you have any uh, corn or cheese? No, just rice and chicken. Rice with butter, fried chicken. Oh, wow. Just rye cheese. Rye, rye cheese. When you said rice and chicken, I was picturing a boring meal, but then you make it fried and with butter. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, um, there's, there was kind of a, viral post from a uh, uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnston who mm-hmm. Johnson or Johnston Johnston Johnstonius John, Johnson no John Stone. Johnson John no. Snow John Snow I think um, it's just Johnson Dream Johnson Dwayne. Johnson Johnson this is this is the number one biggest movie star on earth I don't know <laughs> um he had a a funny not funny stupid <laughs> post a few years ago <laughs> where he was on a <laughs> he was on a private jet and he was eating chicken and rice and he's looking at the camera like ah and he's like <laughs> the caption's like just laughing thinking about here I am eating chicken and rice I <laughs> used to eat this stuff back when I was a kid <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's just that thing of like you know when someone's a fucking moron and they have no brain and they're like oh yeah that's funny and you're like mm, this has a million likes <laughs> everybody loves this guy <laughs> <laughs> and and you read the replies and people are like, yeah, man, keep going. Keep eating that rice and that chicken. Rice and that chicken. Two of the most popular foods in the whole world. <laughs> Good for you. Good for um, you. 
you know what could have used some chicken was my lunch today. Let me tell you about the lunch. I did I did my usual, not usual, I don't do this every day, but my new angel hair spaghetti with uh, the, chip, the chip dip. Alfredo. Yeah, oh, chip dip. Yep, the, Alfredo, <laughs> the onion chip dip Alfredo. And I put in it as well peas. I put peas right into it. Damn, Mike. Now, you're kind of... You know how to make it sound not so good. (laughs) (laughs) Bring a lot of things together. Now, because I would say, like, you know... Topped with pepper. (laughs) We all know uh, Alfredo sauce usually goes with a fatter noodle, but you're going angel hair, but but you're not using Alfredo sauce, you're using dip. So then I want to say, oh, okay, it's it's becoming more of a, like a cacio-y pepper. No, that wouldn't be all uh, creamy like that. But then here's what throws me about the peas. Mm Mm-hmm. There are dishes with peas in them, right? Uh, yeah, I just can't think of it. Uh, 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 fucking carbonara has there a pea you go. in there, and sure. uh, and uh, piccata has a um, caper. caper. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Is a caper a pea? No. No. Be honest with me. Okay. Is a caper a pea? Be honest with me. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> I'd say we send that over to Lin Manuel for his next project. <laughs> <laughs> I hear he's looking at the lines. The confusing cook. Um, um, hey, go back a good to the pasta rock. dish or was it bad? It was good. Wait, did you have a what was your did you have a point to make about? No, I I I I lost steam during it because I was going to kind of dunk on you for using peas instead of capers, and then I said that carbonara has peas, and I personally love peas. I get them when I'm at Rayos. They got pancetta in the peas, and it's really good. So I think that you are smart and good. You you thank you. You like peas just in general, just straight up peas. Um, I I can't say that I. I bought some ever, during the pandemic. Ever, were they was it a frozen bag or a can? No, it was a, it was a can because I thought you know we're all yeah. living cans. out the oh, remains yeah. of our days. Y two K because we can can can. But I only eat peas au naturel. I don't put them in a sauce. You got to get a little fat. I on need them. to put them in something. I, I don't just love peas by themselves. Pea soup uh, with a little with a little ham in there? Nah, not really. Not really. Oh, hmm. I think I, I really like pea soup. I need to put it in with a Alfredo sauce. Well, <laughs> yeah, chip tip. Um, maybe I told you guys that one time I was eating at my beloved Rayo's, uh, mm. the LA location, and um, I ordered a bunch of you know I said uh, you know the meatballs and uh, carbonara and uh, you know veal parmesan, and then I looked at the guy and said. Um, you know, does that seem like a good, I always like to say that, does it seem like a good amount of table for the food, uh, for, the, for the table? Did I, should I add something? So I, you know, so I asked him his take. Uh, what do you think? Is that a, anything else I should get? And uh, he goes, mm, maybe a vegetable. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when you pivot to, hey, I didn't ask you, buddy. I was He's asking like, you about the amount of plates on the table, not about my health. I will eat vegetables at my own discretion. But he like, so he uh, maybe a vegetable and uh, maybe one other dinner guest, sir. <laughs> Um, but I, I, the shame worked and I said, oh yeah, yeah, I'll have the peas. And then the peas came out and they were great. <laughs> and now I always it sounds like a panic they, order. They're porky fatty peas over there. They're really good. Mm. Porky fatty peas. Also, that was uh, the feedback I got back from my urologist last visit. Ooh, porky fatty, porky fatty peas. <laughs> hmm. Oh God. Ooh, this, uh, this kind of hit it, fell into my brain there as we were talking about the rock and his posts. You know, like popular posts. 
You know when people say we we joke around about saying something is living rent free in your head. That's mm-hmm. sort of a what would you call that? Like Twitter talk or so? It's just like the way people talk on. You know what online. I would call it? What? Chuggy. Chuggy talk. All right, we'll go with that. Yeah, I, I used to I used to call it like like this isn't the term for it, but I think it should be community chest. Are you familiar with the community Ooh. chest? Monopoly. Just like little little jokey turns a phrase that everybody can be funny with. And and don't use community chest. You want to go for chance. Yeah, you want chance. Chance well, forever. The, the <laughs> was, was, Ch- was chance the other pile of cards in Monopoly? Yeah, 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 yeah. Great. But it's like uh, you know, you're basically quoting. You know, anytime, anytime you're like my wife or. But you're like quoting the internet, though. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it's, yeah. It's it's up for grabs. Anybody my, can use it. My wife is is from a movie that now people are using a ton on in general, right, but just right, it's right. a weird thing. But I got a new one, Jeff. Take the lock off the community chest, and I got one for you to put in. Okay, uh, Mike. I'm excited to hear what it is because I am so here for it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Ooh. Uh, what would you? Also, the clapping between stuff. Anyway. This one is like uh, not normal. Who like Jeff? Say say like, um, oh yeah, I put uh, I put peas in my Alfredo I, sauce. I, I put peas in my Alfredo sauce. Jeff, who hurt you? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, boy. Hey, you know you? what's great? Uh, who damaged the, you? The the workaholics guys had a um a post where they had a list of things that they wouldn't say on their show. Ah. It was like, these are outlawed in the writer's room. And it was like, you know, because of the time, it was like, so that just happened. Stuff uh-huh. like that. Uh-huh. That's good. Um, you know what's one I like? It's harder. You know, usually you identify these and you're like, Ugh, where's that's a new one that's been bothering me. I, I noticed one that I like. Mm. Can you believe that? No, I, 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 I'm more it. about positivity than you guys. It's it's fine if you want to be so cynical. Yeah. But, um, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I see the things you say about a certain... Uh, Spiky-haired uh, ex-wrestler actor. The Rock. Continue, Tim. <laughs> no, I Cena. should talk John Cena online, but I should talk The Rock here today. Uh, in yeah, 4K. You're, you, you're getting some uh, real big boys. I'm <laughs> a bad, bad guy, side. but um, well, you know what's kind of funny is that um, recently John Cena followed Scott Ackerman on Twitter, and we think that he was, he was tracking down my. Friends yeah, of course. And start killing people. He followed. I, I have to watch my mouth. I should watch my mouth. He followed Mookie on Sunday. I saw it happen. Wait, for real? Yes, for real. So he did then, right? That I, mm-hmm, I got banned. Mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I threatened John Cena and I told him if he steps foot, if he sets foot in Los Feliz, I'm going to suplex his chubby ass. Oh, <laughs> and boy. I got booted off Twitter for a day. And then he followed two of my friends. I wonder who else he followed. Not me. I didn't mean to start real trouble. To me, the joke is that he's a wrestler. And to, to me, the joke is me thinking I could beat him up. But I think I sort of got lost at some point along the way. <laughs> no, you didn't. Beverly Mysterious or yeah. Linda oh, Underpants yeah. did. You, who knows who these people what they're, what well, those I was gonna tell you. I was going to tell you my community chest line that I like. Yeah, hit me. Uh, my brother in Christ. You seen that one? Oh, yeah. I mean, like that. Where do you How draw do you the line? Because some of them are just funny memes. Right. You know? Wait, how would yeah. you use that? Oh boy, let's see. Um Jeff, how would you use that? It would be like It's like when you have to like break it to somebody that something is their own fault or something, or they're like, I don't like right. this, and you're like, My brother in Christ, and you kinda like tell them the hard news that Yeah, so it's usually like the top line will be like a question mark like, You don't like that? My brother in Christ 
I'm explaining that you do actually like that or whatever. Hmm. Or it's like my brother in Christ, you married her. That that yeah, sort yeah, of yeah. thing. I think I like, I like that it. one better because the ones I tend not to like, like the who d- who hurt you or who uh, living. That's like sitcom chit chat. Well, it feels like it feels like uh, psych therapy talk or something. Oh yeah, but I'll which tell you, is fi- which is fine. Therapy is important, good to do. But for some reason, I don't I like mean, it. BetterHelp, as- absolutely, sure, it's a wonderful. Oh my God, BetterHelp! You gotta go to BetterHelp.com. <laughs> <laughs> get get over there right now. Rent free in your head was like that was just a phrase that like I, I'd heard that for years. That doesn't feel like a new thing, but now oh, yeah, yeah, it's got the it's got the new tinge of an annoying internet little. Mm. Community chest thing. I don't yeah. know. I, but I love I love saying this always. This, just this. Sure. This, just this. <laughs> this I'm just, just going to leave this here. <laughs> Wait, Tim, were, you were just saying something about... Uh, yeah, I lost uh, a chance on it, but I had a real good thing going. <laughs> you were saying something right before you said what your thing, the John Cena thing. <gasps> oh, he. Mm. I don't remember. Oh, oh, oh. More power. Bay pigs. Hey, bay pigs. Shout out to the yeah, bay pigs here. <laughs> we'll remember it. I was going to make a point about another piece of thing I wanted to add to community chest that I liked, but I guess that'll have to be saved for another week. I, I got one more thing about the wrestlers. Mm. You know, he was the Rock, and then he did movies, and it was he was the Rock, the Rock, and then eventually he's like, I'm Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah, and I thought that he was going to just transition to Dwayne Johnson. Hasn't happened yet. Um, Hasn't he? And then you got guys like, I, I think he's still, I, I don't, I don't know. Maybe, Maybe it's, has. I wonder if it's like for whatever movie, like if he's doing like something like uh, that Michael Bay weightlifting movie, it's just like he's Dwayne Johnson because he's like, it's a smaller movie. But then if he's doing like a big, huge thing, put the rock in there so more people know about it. Yeah. I'm looking up the Jumanji 2 poster and it just says Dwayne Johnson. So I guess he's, yeah. he's transitioned. Um, but then you got guys coming up in wrestling with names like John Cena. Doesn't have to They're change anything. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Like it's kind of funny to me that like you used to have like, oh, there's the Undertaker and there's this guy, and this guy just goes around as John Cena. And that's also kind of funny that a rapper can be named Jack Harlow. Like <laughs> these guys just sound like uh, guys at a at a business somewhere. Yeah, yeah. That is funny yeah. that a lot of rappers have have like uh Stage names. I guess you do that with a band would have a stage name, but you there's more people in it. But if it's just one person, you have a, like a show name. Yeah, I can, I think our stage name is the Sloppy Boys. Right, but but yeah, it's interesting. Okay, okay, so a lot to digest there. Hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, what I was just like an angel say. hair and pee and chip dip lunch. <laughs> much to digest. I had something to say to you, Tim. I think the joke with the John Cena thing is that you are even talking about him. Like uh, n- yeah. like the, the, anything you would say, he's a superstar, and anything like a threat you would say to that guy, A, wouldn't happen because he's a big, huge guy. Wouldn't reach him, yeah. But B, wouldn't reach him, so it's like you're just screaming out, oh, if you ever, John Cena, I'll get you. Right, It got it gets it's too real when you think about the fact that like Nicole Byer works with him and that he's in comedy movies and we, there's... Uh, to me, there's the enough joke crossover. is... It's an empty threat from a dinky dude. I said, if you if you set foot in Los Feliz, I'm going to suplex you. I don't know how to suplex anyone. And Los Feliz is a is a dorky place. It's a place where TV writers right. live. It's not a place where wrestlers go for fights. Right. It, it's like a, a threat to somebody who like 
not even a threat, but you know what I mean. It's like uh, somebody who's not even <laughs> capable enough to do anything. Yeah. Well, hey. <laughs> well, and you know what I mean. <laughs> well, hey. Tim, just promise me, if you ever do meet him, which is, seems more likely by the day, um, don't go back on your, you know, stick to your guns. Suplex him? No, don't, suplex don't, you, you don't, you don't <laughs> have to suplex him. ass? All the way back to meathead hell? <laughs> Jesus, cool boy. But don't do that thing where like, you know, there's always people who talk shit at like podcasters or something. And then as soon as the podcaster's like, hey dude, saw that thing. They're like, oh, sorry, man. I didn't think you'd see this. I love the show. I've been such a fan for a long time. Don't backpedal. <laughs> okay. Here's what I'll do. You video on your phone. I just walk up to it. I fight him. And I, ta- I, I don't, I, I don't. <laughs> I don't, I'm not going to sucker punch him. I'm going to challenge him to a wrestle. I'm saying you don't. and me outside. Because I want to <laughs> pile drive him. I want to get him upside down. I know. His head goes between my thighs and boosh, my weight goes back. On his, and I crack his, <laughs> honestly crack his you see, I Tim. think if you get in a fight with him, that's going to happen to you. That's what I worry oh. about. I don't, I don't think know. you what, have What the, weight class is he in? I, I don't even think that matters. I just think the technique, he knows the technique. I've never seen you do anything like that. He's a fake-haired freak, and you know it. <laughs> oh, shit. So now you're okay. That's the guns <laughs> I'm talking about sticking to. I don't I don't care about the, the comic violence of it all. I just don't want you to be a nice guy, because you are a nice guy. Yeah. And he comes away from that thinking that he's not one of the worst things ever to happen to come. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, here's, I guarantee what happens when I meet him. I will meet him. It'll be like yeah, me I know. at a premiere. He's in the movie. I'm a plus one. I look across the room and I go, <laughs> that's him over there. Mm-hmm. And end of interaction. <laughs> <laughs> well, what if I would think maybe you're his plus one? That'd be nice. Ooh, that would be a twist. I would honestly love that. You've met, you've met through the internet. Sometimes Twitter brings people together in beautiful ways. And uh, you become friends and you go to all those movie premieres. His wife doesn't want to go to those anymore. John Cena has 13 million followers. How the fuck did he see my hateful comments? Well, how many times have you tweeted at him? <laughs> 50. Are we talk- are we t- <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Over three years, targeted, tagging him. <laughs> targeted. Threats <laughs> of <At> violence. <laughs> <laughs> made fake headlines and posted them on Instagram that made it look like I had beaten him in a fight. <laughs> well, what do you say we get into some booze news? Yes! And if you blow a blowout theme, uh, make sure it's actually good. (laughs) Good. If it's a good pizza, (laughs) I love all God's foods. <laughs> Put whatever you want on your pizza. All God's foods. Put whatever you want on your pizza. All God's foods. Put whatever you want on your pizza. All God's foods. I can do the intro, no problem. Who's news, you perfect, lovely Ooh. <laughs> what, what did that I say at the end great. there? Great. I can do the intro? Is that okay. what it is? 
Hmm, okay. All God's foods. That's really good. Well, whatever you want by Tom Tierney. And if you have a booze news theme, email it to the Slobby Boys Podcast at gmail.com. That was good. That was a really good one. You know, that reminded me of there was a Jeff, you might know what this is called, but like an era of music that let's say the mid to late 90s mm-hmm. that is just kind of there's a song called Little Fluffy Clouds. You remember that? No. By this band called Orb. And it's just kind of like some light techno with some repeating phrase over and over again, but kind of like chopped up a little bit. Okay. Uh, but it's it's kind of what that was. It's just sort of like this echoey strumming stuff with found audio clips. Is that like the sunscreen song? No, but that, that? that's kind of seems... That's like about a speech more than a song. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you mean. That kind of fits in the same thing I'm talking about. I like that we were slowed down into like a weird Benadryl haze. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I like the pause between whatever Tim was saying and then pizza. pizza. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you see that um, somebody online sent us a kind of a vapor wavy version of Tom Collins that was kind of like tape deli- slowed down? Tim, mm. you got to post it. I, I retweeted it. <laughs> okay. well, was this like uh, a year ago, maybe? Like no. Recently. Recently? Oh, shit. Yeah, with, within the last couple of months. And it sounded really cool. Um, <laughs> go on to YouTube and check it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Cool, man. Um, okay, booze news. Guys, spring has long sprung. Boing. We're, we're gr- getting towards summer. It's time for here at Booze News for us to start putting the feelers out. Start tracking our annual main goal of the summer is to de- determine the drink of the summer. Okay. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yep. Over on Patreon, we talk about the song of the summer because mm-hmm. we're musicians. Here on the cocktail pod, we talk about the drink of the summer. Um, now, I have made a note of some articles. Um, you know, lots of people spit off a bunch of opinions all over the place, but I, I noted three things that caught my attention. These are headlines, and I'm r- running by you, and then I want to get your early, early predictions on what the summer of 2022 will bring. Okay. Yeah. Grub Street, you know, that's the food food blog of uh, New York Magazine. Uh, they There's a headline, Wellness is Dead, Long Live the Martini. And it's about <laughs> how uh, following the, the, the winter's sober curious movement, yeah. that's kind of crapping out. And the young people, people in their sober early 20s, curious. especially in New York, are ordering tons and tons of martinis and bartenders are noticing at non-martini bars mm. that the martini is huge now i i think it's with good reason martini is maybe the best cocktail everyone should and i think this has kind of been brewing for a few years i mean i feel like the three of us got into martinis within the last five years or so but i'm noticing extra dirty martinis are pretty popular you guys see this you heard about this jeffy style is that that's (laughs) that's a new newish trend extra dirty not new but i feel like people that aren't martini drinkers are maybe uh-huh. getting into it by starting with the extra dirty. Right. And I'll, and I'll hear people be like, oh, yeah, like an extra dirty one. Well, uh, the martini drinker just wants alcohol. Like that's yeah. the, the martini is one of the cold the, that's gin. One, that's a stiff drink. So um, if you're going to gussy it up, it's just more olive juice. I might make one of those instead of the drink of the day today. <laughs> hey. <laughs> no, yeah, Mike, you were one of the first people in my life who was just like, I'm a martini guy. I had um, maybe five times the martinis I would have had because I lived with you. Yeah. 
Well, they're they're pretty easy to make and they're fun mm-hmm. to make, and you put them in that cool uh, glass. I uh, I feel like Tim, what you're saying about the martinis prime to like pop this summer feels maybe like, uh, yeah, it's it's but maybe like run its course of just being a background drink, and it's right up. Just show people up in the know. I would say that the strike it has going against it is I don't associate it with summer. It's it's a nighttime right. cocktail, and um, I do drink them in the summer, but I drink them at. Uh, at a nice bar. I mean, it's it's been definitely the cocktail I've had the most in my life. I've had thousands of them. And I think that uh, I don't really drink them in the summer. So that would be interesting if, if this keeps up all the way into the summer. What, what was last year's yeah. drink of the summer? We, on this pod, was it a, yeah. kind of... Espresso martini? We kind of threw in the towel and said, it's the various seltzers again. Um, yeah. Oh, it was, oh, we oh. had two summers of like... That it was just like you. It was hard to deny that there was a. I guess was it's it not Aperol Spritz summer. before that? Um, Aperol Spritz is like a 2019 thing, and then mm. last year we started talking about because there was absolutely 100 percent a mega boom in espresso martinis, right? And I was that has say, continued. I, I, I expect that to continue into this summer. And I, I think that's a that, funny but, summer drink too. But it's a, it's but a funny it, one. But it's about staying awake, and we were just kind of saying. We kind of wrapped it up on uh, Memorial Day, Labor Day weekend by saying like, yes, those martinis were huge, but you just can't deny that like grocery stores were stacked with seltzers, barbecues and pool parties where yeah, like, people yeah. were talking about seltzers still, even if even it had become a little passe, it was still happening. Here's the thing about about summer, drink of the summer is like, yeah, a cocktail could be it or like you're saying with barbecues and pool parties, it's all just cans or bottles. Like no right. one's no one would whip up a espresso martini. So you got two. There should be a, a classification: summer bar drink and summer poolside drink. Well, <laughs> let's let's say drink, but not yeah. cocktail. But drink, yeah. alcoholic beverage. There's not going to be anything like the boom we saw for seltzer. I think. Like as far as like a retail store thing, or Aperol, Aperol Spritz was definitive that it's like that's such a specific sure. thing, and it had a mega moment. But you're not going to have one every year, I don't even think. Like I think the last cocktail I remember being a sensation was the Mojito. Like when we were new-ish to LA, that was like the drink on wow. everyone's lips. Was like oh Mojito, Mojito. I feel like man right on after my lips, that, man on my head. I, I yeah, up at the the Knowles household, sure, but um, like pre Mad Men even. <laughs> I, well, but then I think that that that's we've dis- we said that mojitos are sort of a um, Ryan we'll Seacrest kind of drink. Yeah, and yeah. and trash. That, that, mojitos trash. The page turned definitively in the culture at large, mm-hmm. in many ways, and I think we land with the Mad Men era and mm-hmm. the the more of a highbrow trend coming in. I felt like the old fashioned, the Don Draper old fashioned, yeah, not blew that mojito to fucking in hell. <laughs> I haven't. Yeah. What is this the second summer we've kind of done a how when did the podcast start? 2020? This is our second summer because second yeah, we summer, had, yeah. We started in the fall. Yes. Um right. But okay, two more I wanted to say. Now here's a bit of an outlier, but this is a trend and I have noticed this and might sound familiar to you. Punch, you know, punchdrink.com, the cocktail blog. There's a headline I read recently. The totally unironic return of Midori. We know Midori melon liqueur, that oh, right. electric oh. green stuff. Um, 
there's that it's very sweet and it had been out of style for a long time but then like kim kardashian was like in the ends for a little while but like it's associated more with that mojito scene and it's passe then it started to come back kind of ironically and then uh do you remember uh, this article mentions masa the the guy we met at uh, katana kitten Mm. in new york um, there was a highball, Mike, I ordered like their Midori highball. It was called the lemon lime soda and mm-hmm. I loved it. And it was like, uh, Midori and, and soda. Hmm. And I think that, you know, that's a kitschy place. So there was a winkiness to that, but now there's kind of the, the irony is wearing off and there are people just honestly using Midori and using it well. So I keep an eye out for that. Midori again. I need yeah. To we got to use some of that weird shit. Yes, also, Midori. Yeah. that brings to mind a hypnotic that weird oh, yes. blue guy. The blue one, right? Yeah. Ooh, that'd Wait be a, a fun one. Um, Neil, our friend Neil Campbell made a Midori cocktail for us that had a funny name. Remember it was um it, it was, was Aliens. Oh, Alien Hatton. Because it winner Neil. He's good. He's, He's good. good. Ooh, that reminds me. Neil had a very good insight for, uh and I'm going to check in with him about something. We should have him host one of these sometime. We take the week yes. off and Neil can host. Yeah. Have okay. at it, Neeler. Next, third and final article. This one, this was the one that, that really got me and, and raised my eyebrow because I think we're on board with this. Um, the Vice uh, YouTube show, Chef's Night Out, did an mm-hmm. episode recently uh, set in New York where uh, a group of Chinatown chefs, they, they call themselves the Shy Boys, and they meet up after their restaurant shifts and they go out in Chinatown. They eat Chinese food all night long. And what do they order? Long Island iced teas. Mm. Interesting. And, and it started off, you know, like they know that that's a funny order, but they love them. And then now there is a trend where it's like making fancy ones, you really using tea or whatever. I'm not so into that because I think you're kind of the whole point of a yeah, Long that's Island whole fun is to of embrace. It. Yeah. But we liked that drink when we had it with Gabrus last summer, yeah. and it does go well with Chinese food in a, in a weird way. Mm-hmm. And I could imagine this being a summer where we're lounging would be... in the Hamptons with our Long Islands. Truly, after two years of lockdown, if not now, when is the Long Island iced tea <laughs> going to be the sensation of the nation? Everybody yep. pounding them all summer. R- r- remind me what was in all, and that was a lot of stuff. What was uh... all of the clear liquors? And yeah. trip, triple sec and a splash of Coke. So what's that? Vodka and gin and rum? Yep. Ooh. Tequila? I'll tell you right now and exactly Coke, what right, it is. Right, right. Tequila, vodka, white rum, gin. Jesus. Also, I forgot about the tequila. Yo. Triple sec, lemon juice, syrup, and cola. <whistles> wow. That's a lot. Pretty wild. Hmm. <laughs> well, that should be an exciting summer, Tim. I can't wait to see what comes out on top. <laughs> Slopheads, keep your eyes peeled, and if you see something, say something. Hmm. Is that it for booze news? I'll wrap it up. Ooh. Wow. wow. Do you, you know what that sounds from, anyone? No. No. It's a little plumber man. Luigi. Close. Mm. Jumping into a painting in Mario 64. Okay. The drink of the day. Luigi? No, his brother. Luigi. Mario Mario. Oh, didn't he just say Mario? Uh, I said Wario. Oh, said All Luigi. I know is Toad is 32 years old. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. The drink of the day. Calimocho. You've had? Calimocho. You've heard? No. 
I've not had, I have heard, but not under that name. I've heard of Coca-Cola and red wine. Yeah. I know it from the vampire weekend song, uh, flower moon, flower moon, sacred sign, Coca-Cola and red oh. wine. Kelly Mocho. Yeah. So is, it's Mocho. spelled, um, the quote unquote correct spelling K A L I M O T X O. Whoa. But it's a uh, sort of more, more kindly spelled as Cali, like California, M O C H O Cali Mocho. The X doesn't get, the X doesn't get trotted out very often unless no. it's a, X-ray or xylophone? Uh, this is a drink that appeared as early as the 1920s, but it didn't have a name until the 1972 Puerto Viejo Festival in the Basque region of Spain. Ooh. This is a big old festival. They got a bunch of drinks for everybody. A bunch of red wine. We should go to that festival. Only problem is that red wine didn't taste so good. <laughs> so, just like we've heard on many of the drinks on this pod, they mask it with the syrupy sweetness of a drink like Coke. Uh, like yeah. the sake bomb kind of story we just heard about having bad sake. Like the sake bomb and then like the pirate drink. What was the, yeah. Wasn't there like a pirate drink that was just, uh, they smothered it in syrup and lemon? Oh, we got to remember to do Talk Like a Pirate Day. <gasps> oh, shit. When did we miss it? <laughs> Hold on. When did that? <laughs> Mike's glasses flew up hey. all over his head and then landed <laughs> back down on his nose. I think we looked it up last fall. September 19th. Whew, we have time. Yeah, well, hold on. My mom's birthday is September 20th, so that's going to be kind of a busy time for me. Okay, well, shit. When do you usually (laughs) make your uh, happy birthday mommy video? Is that the day before? On the 18th. Oh, okay, so (laughs) great. You'll do it on the 18th, edit it in a pirate voice, and then send it to her on the 20th. Great. (laughs) Great. Love it. Now, Jeff, why was the 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 wine bad? Uh, you know, I don't know. It was okay. maybe uh, just poor quality or left out in the sun. But it was just storage of, problems. Probably. It wasn't wasn't selling. You know, you got to sell, sell, sell. You're gonna run that festival. And two friends named Calamero and Mocho saved the day, and they named it after that uh, after them. I also though heard Calamocho, that that's Calamero was the guy who saved it, and um, Mocho m- means ugly. And since he was an ugly guy, they <laughs> they made a little clever little Oof. portmanteau. Hey, we should call this the Mocho Boys podcast. <laughs> I kind of prefer the ugly definition, the ugly origin. That's funny. Yeah, yeah, and also it's like an ugly drink, ugly guy making using bad yeah, it's wine, putting lipstick on a pig. Ooh, yeah, yeah, that's good. Um, you know what's funny is this drink sounded vaguely familiar to me, but then when you talk about the Basque, are you guys familiar with Basque culture? Because I was not. Too. I'm familiar with bisque culture, but that's more of a restaurant. Thing. That's more of a mm-hmm. lobster soup culture. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, lobster soup. Um, I'll have the lobster soup, please. <laughs> so um, I remember maybe five, six years ago, I didn't, I never heard of it. And then um, our, our old friend Janelle, who worked on Comedy Bang Bang, like posted an Instagram of like, I love Basque food. And she was like in Utah or something and hmm. posted a picture. And I was like, what's this food? And she was like, it's Basque. <laughs> and then it's and, okay. <laughs> and then I had a run in because I went to I me and my high school friends got together in Boise, Idaho, randomly, and there's a big Basque population there, and I learned all about it. And here's what it is: it's this part of Spain that's kind of right on the border of Spain and France, and it's almost like its mm. own food, its own music, its own style of dress that isn't just ge- it's not France or Spain. It's kind of its own thing but it does just doesn't have like its own country, and I guess. A lot of wines, yeah. A lot of wines, a lot I mean a lot of overlap with Spanish stuff in general, but what's interesting about the food is there was a randomness to it. 
in Boise, I ate a bunch of Basque food and I loved it. But like the table, and this is why Janelle's Instagram caught my eye. It'll be like a big a plate, like a big plate of fish, and then a big plate of spaghetti and a big plate of French fries. And like it to me, it was sort of like, what is those don't go together? What are you doing? You know, like yeah. <laughs> paella and like hot dogs or something. It was like all kind of all over the place. And uh, now, and I liked it, but when you say Coca Cola and red wine. It kind of goes, it, it has a similar sort of like, hey, fries are good, spaghetti's good, we'll put them all together, why not? Yeah, yeah. it's a weirdo fusion mashup, I like it. Kind of. I'm excited to see how it tastes. The taste is what I'm excited about. I'm excited <laughs> about the taste, and then also it going into the summer, people, maybe the people who don't like martinis are still on that low alcohol kick, and they want uh, to cut their wine with some soda. Yeah, because I don't think of red wine as a summer drink, but I do think of Coca-Cola as a summer drink. Yeah. I like a chilled red wine in the summer. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the uh, recipe that I dug up. It's a simple one. Equal parts. Add red wine, prefer- preferably Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm leaving that. How many, uh, how many of these calamochos have you had? <laughs> Zero. Add red wine, preferably Spanish and dry, and Coca-Cola into a highball glass over ice. Garnish with lemon. So, I saw three ounces and three ounces, but you know, equal parts. Fill your glass. Hey, I like that, and I'll tell you why. Three, a, 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 I think a serving of wine is like three to four ounces, right? So hmm. you're kind of getting a whole glass of wine. So maybe this isn't so low alcohol after all. Wait, Jeff, did you say uh, it's it's uh, the wine and coke on ice? Yes, ice. Okay. And uh, did I say garnish with lemon? I hope I did. I don't have a lemon. But <laughs> well, you're saying it oh. now, loud and clear. It's nice to give it a little, you know, something. Because the Cuba Libre comes alive because of that lime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the Cuba Libre also has lime squeezed in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you know I'm going to do a little squeeze. You better not. <laughs> Why not? Because I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to end up like <laughs> Cena. <laughs> Drop kicked and pile drived. Well, uh, what do you say? You want to do it? Yes. Yep. Yes, I do. Folks, we'll see you back here after the ads. Toodalooski. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. 
The Sloppy Boys is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey folks, Mike Hanford from The Sloppy Boys here, and I wanted to ask you, do you ever have this feeling like you gotta get something off your chest? You know, you're walking around with something and you get, I just gotta tell someone this, I just gotta fix this thing. It happens to us all. We all carry around these different stressors, big and small. That's just how it is. But when we keep bottling it up, it can start to affect us negatively, and that's not good. But therapy is here to help. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work on whatever's weighing you down. Now look, you know me, I've been to therapy. I'm the therapy guy, I love it. And I gotta say, it does help when you go in there and talk to the therapist and say, you know what, my two co-hosts piss me off on a daily basis. I've got, it's weighing me down, what am I gonna do? That, of course, is a joke example, but you get what I'm saying. You can tell the therapist what you're feeling, and they'll help you learn positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. Now, listen to this. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. That's right, you. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. That's pretty good. So folks, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash SloppyBoys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash SloppyBoys. Go in there, talk to somebody, get it off your chest, have a great time. with Calimochos. Yeah. Let's see him. There you go. Mike went with the wine glass. Me and Jeff got the highball glasses going. Yeah. Um, I've got two updates real quick. Yeah. Ooh. One, Drink. I just checked John Cena's uh, Twitter. He follows lots of comedians, so I don't think he's specifically after my friends. Uh, a second thing, Jessica saw me making this drink and said, oh, you know who drinks those? Jess McKenna who we all know yeah. of uh, off uh-huh. book pod and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I said, really? How, oh, why, where do you think she learned about it? And Jessica said, Ash on a Spain trip, she got really into it. And then when she was mm. back from Spain, she'd be ordering them at birds and everything. So there you go. I'll tell you a little something about Spain after we do our first sips. Great. Ooh. Building a anticipation, Michael. I'm not going to be it. able to enjoy this. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know, here we okay. go. Ooh, sangria. Yeah. Hmm, you don't practice sangria. <laughs> sangria vibes. Okay. I didn't really stir mine. Did you guys I stir don't practice mind? sangria. I ain't got no Pepsi Coke. <laughs> I'll take a Pepsi Coke. Um, I didn't have dry Spanish wine, but I think I followed in the spirit of it because... I used the oldest, dustiest red wine that I had that made the trip from my old apartment to my new apartment. It was a Trader Joe's Cab Sav. I'm giving mine a, good, a better stir here. That's, this is a good idea to stir it. I gave it a stir. I'm using a straw. My wine, I had it left. I was There's a half a bottle of red wine there. I was like, where Ooh. the fuck is this from? And uh, Mike, remember we were at Dasano Pizza. I ordered a bottle of wine. Yeah. I, I, I put the cap back on, brought it home with me. Yeah. Here it is in my 
Kali Mojo. That's perfect, Tim, because that was days ago, yes? A week ago. Oh, yes. More that's the sort ago. of... See, that's what you want to mask. That sort of mm. thing. I got a, I got a cool... I went to the uh, liquor store today, used the company card, and got myself a wine. Stayed pretty modest on price, but it's it's from a famous person. Can you guess Coppola. who the famous person is? No, no, no. Snoop. It's um, oh, 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 Snoop. Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Wow, wow. It's called 19 Crimes, wow, wow. Cali Red. Love it. It's a 2020 Snoop Dogg. It was right next to his, uh, or, or right next to um, Martha Stewart's. Are they in cahoots with this wine? Yes, they are. Because And they hosted that show together. They're friends. Yeah. They've been friends for like 20 years. Right, but I yeah. didn't know I didn't know the the wine thing was part of their their it, yeah. his she's been doing wine forever. He's new with that flavor. Did I tell you guys my Snoop and uh Martha Stewart story about their mm-hmm. patter at the MTV Awards? No. No. They were You, you told me they're right. a unique pairing and I was like, "Oh, interesting." <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. Um, I was a writer on the MTV Awards. One of the several years I've done it, I was writing the presentation the presenter patter. Mm-hmm. And I wrote some bit for uh, Martha Stewart and Snoop to do together. They were had that cooking show at the time. Mm-hmm. And I wrote some silly kind of Calpy type of stuff. And then I, the head writer said, hey, uh, Martha Stewart's uh, agent wants to talk to you um, about, oh, this, uh, the, the, about the copy. And I was like, great. So I get on the phone. I call Martha Stewart's agent. And she was like, okay, uh, yeah, we saw the script. Actually, I had an idea. Um and so it's it's basically this is probably a huge high powered agent. I would assume it's like CAA and it's their biggest person. And she goes, um, and I'm not going to push back. I'll I'll do whatever. I want them. I want the presenters to be happy and comfortable. Um, and the agent goes, uh, so I'm thinking, what if they go out on stage? And um, Martha says, Snoop, this is really fun being here. But afterwards, I think we should bake some brownies. And then Snoop says, Yeah. That I know what type of brownies that we should make. <laughs> and, and I was like, I had the thought, I was like, well, wow. yeah. Like when I was writing this patter, I assumed that they've done that joke every episode of their show. Yeah, and I was right, trying right. to not write that joke. But but what I said was, oh, that's great. And I, and I typed it up and I put it in the teleprompter and I'm sitting in the room at the Shrine Auditorium when they perform this and like, you know the MTV Awards, not a comedy show. People are just wooing and they're not paying attention to the show or anything. We're looking forward to best kiss. <laughs> when that joke, when Snoop did that joke, it got a huge laugh, uh, and, and the place went great. shit. And it was a good lesson for the young writers out there: just fucking give a big meatball, just do the do the one, just do it. Well, especially for a especially for a an award show is like I was just thinking about. You know, somebody in that position might be like, no, man, we're doing my joke. This is a funner joke. But it's like, that's not what that show is all about. Uh, it's not about getting jokes. Yeah, out. I mean, we want the show to play well. No, no right. one's yeah. going to be like, um, yeah, I'm really into satire. You know what got me into satire was um, <laughs> this one joke that Martha and Snoop did midway right, through right. the show. It's like a revolving door of stars, and you just want the stars to come out and say their character game and make way for the yeah. next star. When we, when we wrote for the uh, Emmys... This, the one Sandberg hosted, we there were some like a lot of things that got in there that I was surprised got into an award show. It was like I can't I can't think of any specific. Specifics, I mean, because he like, was pushing for some of the cooler jokes. Yeah, he, he like was. If you don't stand up for them, I think you all the comedy gets cut. 
Right. And I, I was expecting like, okay, well, we'll write some pretty uh, softball-y stuff. But he was he was wanting to get some good stuff on there. You just hit hard with the, with the monologue and then get out. Don't fight for your sketches or anything late in the show. And don't even bother doing those jokes where it's like, she's a this and he's a this. Please welcome, blah, blah. You're yeah. not going to get a laugh there. Just put all your focus into act one. So funny that the... <laughs> the agent you had to talk to the agent like uh, uh the agent wants to talk to you oh my that almost seems like oh my god what the hell did i write i that? thought i was getting right. signed yeah <laughs> it's funny that the old mtv movie awards though were i did look forward to those when i was in like junior high and high oh, school andy dick and, like, videos andy were dick. great yeah, yeah they were great the the ones True. yeah where they would take the movie clips and he'd be like people would be like talking to them yeah, yeah like a jimmy yeah. fallon star wars mashup thing that was great yeah Curse you, tank man. There, there were so many. Um, there was like a lot of uh, Ben Stiller bits. I remember being funny. Oh, in that. Mm-hmm. Ben Stiller being uh, the Mission Impossible stuntman for <laughs> Tom, Tom Cruise, Cruise. Yeah. and it was that like was huge. Tom K, Tom C R U Z E or something. Mm-hmm. That was funny. Yeah. Hmm. There you go. Very good. Very good. Very good. Those years were produced by Joel Gallen, and then when Tiffany Haddish was hosting, Joel Gallen was back. So it was sort of return of the Joel, you know. Return of the show. That's when Timmy started getting the phone call. It We're is. putting the team back together. <laughs> Put the team back together. Get make sure Tim's out of town. Remember all those billboards that said Gallon and Calpagus? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I know both of you and I still was like, what is that? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> uh do you guys want to hear my Spain story? Yes. You have a Spain story? My Spain story is short. I would like to one day visit Spain. I think it would be fun. Okay. Uh, uh, where? Barcelona? I think Barcelona. Or Madrid. I, just, I, I like the whole idea of Spain. I like the uh, the music. I feel like there's a lot of uh, hot vibe on the Mallorca? street. What about Mallorca? Huh? What's that? What about Ibiza? Hmm. Oh, these are cities. Yes, yes, yes. I want to go to the uh, Running of the Bulls to watch. I uh, Pamplona. Pamplona. Mm-hmm. Pamplona. What's the, what's the, maybe, I think we've had this conversation before, but what is the town, is in Spain or Italy where they have the tomato festival, everyone's throwing tomatoes all around the city? It's funny that you say that, because whenever I think of the running of the bulls, I also then think of the tomato. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Um, The running of the bulls, the throwing of the tomatoes. Yeah, I throw a tomato at the bull. If I did the running of the bulls, I would dress up, still dress up in the white suit with a red handkerchief, and even from the side, cheer them on. (laughs) <laughs> um, <laughs> Brunol, but uh, mm. Brunol maybe, but B U no B Brunol B U N with a little uh, El Nino over it and O L. <laughs> Buen Buenol, I don't know. Yeah, but uh, is that Spain? The festival's called La Tamatina, and it's in Spain, Michael. Ooh, perfect! I hope. Oh my I'd god, like the pictures are great. It looks really fun. It's not on Talk Like a Pirate Day, is it? Because that. Oh wow, be... the pictures are nuts. Oh, are we double booked? Hold on, I gotta look at this. Slow down. This would be it's such a nuts. great thing for us to do. The Tomato Festival is perfect. You know what it looks like is the opening scene in Blade, where they're they're <laughs> they're at the rave with the blood everywhere. Like people are just fucking soaked in tomato juice. Oh man! Wow. Oh shit! It's, it's April. It's August thirty first. We're going. Let's go this year. We'll have a cast. Pay for it. This festival has more tomatoes than Joe Perra's Instagram. Uh, yes, yes, very good. That's very this good. To, this festival has more tomatoes than a Fozzie Bear stand-up set. Yeah. 
Uh, well, guys, feel free to laugh. Jeff, if we go to this, we need to <laughs> we need to get a GoPro and we need a fucking waterproof case for it. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yep. And right. you know what I'm gonna? You know what I'm bringing in my pockets is a, is a little basil and a little mutz. <laughs> yeah. Mutz. <laughs> Have hey, a little Jeff, what are you doing over there? He's making margarita pizzas over there, <laughs> son of a bitch. I just know we're going to go to this. We're going to have the best time. The first thing that happens, I'm going to get tomato pulp in my eye. Oh, I have a whole terrible day the whole time. <laughs> tomato pop in the eye. Hey, here's oh, the thing. shit. I can't relax. Doesn't tomato sauce get skunk smell out of Elaine's hair? Something I've heard like that, that as thing. a uh, technique is tomato sauce for skunk. Well, how about we get skunked for the Patreon show? We get skunked. And then we go to the Tomatino. Yeah, okay. What about the week in between? We fucking stink. (laughs) What about the the flight? Well, what do you say we... What do you say we make a second round? We'll come back and we'll adjudicate this harshly. Thoroughly. I said... I was going to say perfect, and I said purple. Okay, I think the drink is working. Folks, see you on the other side. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. with our final thoughts on the Calamocho. Timothy? I love it. And I'll tell you why. I'm a Sangria fan and it's almost always too sweet for me. And it has sugar and fruit and stuff. And I'm wishing that Sangria could just chill out a little bit a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. This is a cheapy, poor man Sangria. Get your cheapest red wine and a nice, I use the Mexican Coke. This is a delicious treat. It can't be beat. Nice. Um, do you want to hear my take here, Jeff? Sure. I don't like red wine. You know that. I drink it. I will drink it. I never go towards it. I never, it never beckons me. Mm. This is a good drink. I will order again. Wow. A Cinderella story for Calabocho. Ah. Uh, I also love it. And I got to say the, the little spritz of lemon cuts down on that sort of like bitter tart red wine, dusty bottle that you got. Very mm-hmm. good move. And uh, they th- I read somewhere that they call this, before they called it a Calamocho, they, they maybe even called it like the poor man's Cuba Libre. I, I can see that too. There's also a ton of fun variations on this thing that I won't get into. <laughs> I'm liking <laughs> Folks, check them this? out. <laughs> <laughs> you you got to Google those on your own, folks. But here, how about this, guys? 
for this summer. Coke and a mixer, you know, like uh, the Fernandito, Fernet and Coke, and yeah. and this and a Cuba Libre. What if it's a kind of a summer where you got a cooler, you got an Igloo brand cooler by your pool, and it's full of red cans of Coke. And then every mm. night you're buying a different bottle to mix with the, and maybe you're pouring them right into the can sometime. Take a few sips. I like that. I like that a lot. We had a party one time at our old house where, where I stacked up like 24 red cans of Coca-Cola and then got a couple big handles of uh, like uh, Jack Daniels and was kind of, yeah. that was kind of fun. I don't remember that. That's good. This is all, this would be also be good to just uh, have a theme party for this. You know, mm-hmm. you're, you're opening a thing of red wine. You got a bunch of cokes. You can make this for four people, no problem. Yeah, no problem. Have yourself a Calamocho party, folks. Guys, if you saw me sort of uh, not paying attention, I was doing a quick hotel search in Bunol around the time of the festival. I think we can do it. <laughs> we well, you got to crunch it. the numbers. How many yeah. lira? Uh, this one is $82 a night at Casa Rabion. That's the finest hotel in all of Bunol. It looks good. <laughs> I mean, it looks a little, it looks like it's on some type of uh, a citrus farm. You like citrus, right? It's got a pool, some chairs. <laughs> See, here's the <laughs> oh, problem. This is we an just, Airbnb, <laughs> I think. Michael, we've doxed ourselves by saying the name of the hotel and the, and it'll be the day that this festival happens. So, Well, we're not actually going to go well, to A this. bunch of slob heads are going to come and fuck us. <laughs> yeah, f- with, fuck us up with tomatoes right in the eye. Ow! <laughs> That's our show. Follow us on social media at The Sloppy Boys where we release these recipes ahead of time. Also, be sure to check out the Patreon where subscribers can unlock The Sloppy Boys Blowout, our weekly bonus episode. We just talked about the best flower this week. We decided the best flower since spring has sprung. And the results will surprise you. Tell you, bring some of that flower to the tomato festival and make a little pizza. <laughs> Different type of flower, Tim. Different type yeah, of don't, flower. Yeah, don't add us. And don't at me for saying Calamocho wrong the whole episode. If that's what happened. I think it's Cali. Calimocho. Calimocho. Cali Mocho. Emphasis Cali, on Cali Mocho. All right. Great. Ah. Folks, we'll see you next week. Bye. Give it up. Give it up.